Welcome to the OPEX Fitness of Concord podcast with your host, Alfred Wilson. And there's two. Ting, ting. Awesome. We're on. We are on. Are you nervous? A little, because I don't know what I can offer. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to find out. Um, So this would be like episode number five or something like that i'm definitely i said this is the last one i'm definitely gonna lose count of these because i don't write them down before i'm just like hey let's go have a talk and turn the microphone on and we'll see what happens i think this is five though i'll count them after um we're here with a uh, big time superstar <laughs> amber lafferty um she was a client at opex concord for just about a year, just about a year. Yep. and um Recently competed in her first bikini competition. Has works from home as a insurance coder. Is that right? Uh, yeah, medical coder. Medical coder. Yeah. yeah. Um, as a medical coder, and has a little girl. Her husband's a cop, so homeboy's dangerous for real. <laughs> He's dangerous. Yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> and um, yeah, recently competed in her first bikini competition, and uh, has a really interesting story. So wanted to get you on here, and. Really give you the opportunity to just talk about it. We're gonna ask some questions, kind of dig into what got you started, um, your process going through it, how you feel, how everything went. We didn't get an opportunity to do this other than a few drinks that we had. Yeah. Um, but um, after the competition, which was great, but um, would like to talk about more so your from your perspective, what the process was, and really just boil in on maybe the 500 conversations me and you had in that last year. During that time, yeah. Of how to, how to get you there and then um, what you're doing now. Sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. So other than the short little intro, tell, tell us about yourself. Well, uh, so my name is Amber Lafferty. Um, I am a, currently a medical quarter, work at home, and I've been doing that for the past five years. Um, but I've always worked pretty much in the medical field and really got into fitness probably around three years ago. Um, focused more on weightlifting, uh, found CrossFit for the first time and that's what really just sparked my love and interest in, um, my health and weightlifting and just making myself better. Um. And then just watching videos on all of that, I came across a fitness competitor and followed her journey and fell in love with that process. And I knew I wanted to be on stage. Awesome. So I knew that with uh, wanting to do that, I knew I needed a more um, personalized approach to reaching that goal. So that's when I came on with OPEX. Cool. And so you say you started three years ago. What, um, talked to a few people, <laughs> a few people on here, and they all kind of had the, um, the switch, like you said, that, that had them start, whether it was a picture or a family member or a friend that kind of got them started. What was kind of the, uh, the spark that lighted the fire for you three years ago? For me, it was my health. I had just had my, um, I had a complete hysterectomy. Um, and when I had my hysterectomy, I was, uh, low weight, um, never really had done a scan. I never knew what my body mass was, my, uh, 
fat percentage was, but I felt like I looked good. Um, after my hysterectomy though, things just definitely started changing. Uh, weight gain, uh, fatigue, just everything started going downhill. And I knew that if I didn't fix it quickly, I would, um, I'd end up someplace I didn't want to be. Yeah. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook actually and came across a, a new you kind of competition, uh, six week challenge mm -hmm. uh, through the CrossFit uh, gym that was local. And so I went in and talked to their director, Scott, and um, at that time, I really had no idea what CrossFit was all about. It was becoming bigger. I had heard about CrossFit games and all those different things, uh, but never knew exactly what it was about. But within the first couple of weeks, it was it was amazing. I knew I, I had found exactly what I wanted to do. Um, but definitely the the big thing was, was my health. Cool. And what was it kind of specifically about CrossFit that you were like, okay, this is, this is going to be my jam? Just the weights and seeing myself get stronger. Um, my husband, being a police officer, like you said, we wrestle and he would tackle me. And, uh, you know, even just simple things like showing me how to take someone down. And when I'm not able to move a lot of weight um, to try to defend myself, it's disheartening. Uh, but within that first few weeks, it actually was taking him more strength to tackle me down. Um, and I was able to <laughs> fight back. <laughs> um, it was a great feeling. And so feeling the strength part of it and then just starting to see your body take shape and take form. Um, I mean, it, from far away it sounds vain, but it's it's very inspiring to see your body change shape mm -hmm. and to see yourself get stronger. And you know, when you first start out only being able to pick up a 25 pound dumbbell versus, you know, wait, you know, training something for a couple weeks and all of a sudden you're picking up a 35 pound dumbbell and you don't even realize it. Um, and making those progressions are, um, they just get you going. Yeah. And um, how long did you do CrossFit for? How long were you in there? I actually, I did CrossFit for about a year and a half. Um, took a small uh, break, about a, about a two-month break, and then came back. Um, and when I came back, that's when I met you. Yeah. So you met me. What was kind of, so I'd imagine, you tell me if I'm wrong or not, there's kind of a turning point there. Mm -hmm. We talked about it a little bit, I think. There's kind of a turning point where I really love CrossFit, but I have this kind of low-hanging fruit of wanting to step on stage and be as lean as physically possible, mm -hmm. and I need a personalized approach to that. What was the what was the kind of spark there that was like, okay, I need to make this transition in my fitness, and this may or may not be the best option for me, and why do you think you made that decision? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I knew that with... You know, CrossFit would not get me where I wanted to be. Uh, CrossFit would not get me on stage. And if you talk to anyone, um, CrossFit's not the way to go if you're looking at wanting to 
get low body fat stage ready you know you really have to follow a personalized course and when I came back and you were brought on and just speaking with you um, for me it was almost kind of a let's say fate but you were there and all you know what you wanted to do as far as personalized uh, fitness just really started aligning with my goals and I think at that time um, was when it was kind of like a now or never yeah. I'm not getting any younger I was in a good place I had good support and um, so I thought why not let's just yeah. and you, know, you also had on a, the roller coaster you also had a friend that um that came in and kind of did that too she was she was on board with you I mean yeah. each kind of on your individual path yeah right? she always followed her own individual path she never um did CrossFit she was more definitely more cardio based she did the runs she did uh the burn yeah. you know boot camp uh but she also had a desire to get on stage as well yeah. um as a competitor so we both decided that um if it was going to happen it was going to happen now yeah. so yep yeah, absolutely and so starting with me um we were still in that uh, CrossFit gym. So mm -hmm. we started and you went through your consult. We talked about what your goals were and a funny question you asked me. You and your friend both asked me the same thing. I don't know if you remember this. And it's a really good question to ask anybody listening who has a specific goal. Ask your coach if they've ever coached somebody through that before. A great question to ask. And to be honest, I hadn't. And I told you that. Yeah. Like, no, I never have. And then my response to that is always, well, have you ever been on stage before? <laughs> and so we're both brand new to the yeah, water. Yeah, exactly. Right? So um, it was cool that you gave me the opportunity to kind of see where I could stretch my range as a coach and if there mm -hmm. was any interest in that and how I kind of developed my own kind of philosophy around that yeah. as a coach and then how we communicated those things together. So that yeah. was always really fun. And I had help with uh, friends that had uh, coached other people through there. So I had resources to be able to help you, um, which worked out great. Mm -hmm. So... Um, but yeah, so we met and we had that consult. I thought that was pretty cool. Anything yes. that you, anything kind of stick out to you during that kind of interaction? Um, just your, you know, willingness to listen, but also to, um, make everything work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of coaches out there and a lot of fitness plans that are, that are so cookie cutter follow this, follow this, and this will happen. Um, and that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. So even just as within those first few weeks uh, and in the beginning, just if there is a problem or, um, I mean, even just an injury, you always, um, you know, made the workouts or tailored everything for me uh, at my speed. Um, you used my strengths and uh you know learned my weaknesses and we you know you just started developing a really good plan for me and that's what i really enjoyed it wasn't a you know this this and this it was like okay this doesn't work let's try this and then let's try this and we really just used that process through the whole yeah. through the whole training absolutely so really just put the scientific method behind <laughs> behind exercise and yeah how about it um Cool, and then past that assessment, and thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, past that assessment was the, or the consult was the assessment where we actually got to get into 
your movement patterns and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you felt about it, but for me, working with people that have done CrossFit, there's like, well, this is my competence in movement and exercise now. Mm-hmm. And then trying to figure out where that is in relation to where you want to go. Yeah. And then filtering through like, okay, what matters for your goal and what's for fun. Yeah. Because I think there's something to be said for that, having oh, fun, yeah. you know? But then what's the goal? I think we always try to bring wrap that back up. During the assessment, did you ever feel like, um, well, how what, what was your thought during the assessment? Because it's a little three days, kind of one-on-one bit. You know, um, I had my doubts and I had my ups, you know. Like I said, the weightlifting was always fun. You know, you tested me on, you know, how much I could um, squat or, you know, do another type of weight movement. But when it came to endurance, like a 10-minute row or 10 minutes on the bike, I was about done about to fall over, you know. (laughs) You just never, I just never realized, you know, just never realized how much you need to improve on something like my cardiovascular, uh, which when you're getting towards a stage you need that to help drop body fat and to help show those muscles so um yeah it was really interesting seeing what I needed to improve on and you know where I I was at with other movements yeah and you definitely lean more towards the uh you had a different kind of kind of energy on your weightlifting days yes versus like when you came in you had to do cardio you're like all right I gotta run around and do all this stuff stuff But yeah, so it was all still really cool. So, let's get into it. We did about five or six months of just general physical preparedness. So Mm -hmm. just getting you generally conditioned. Mm -hmm. Getting your food in line and really just trying to get you in shape. Yes. And then, not out of nowhere, but definitely on a shorter timeline than I can remember. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, we're about to nail this six months of uh, competition. Yeah, it was like a 20-week yeah. 16 to 20 weeks that we were like, okay, yeah, let's prep, get prep mode. So talk, talk to me about some of that. That was a roller coaster for you. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was good weeks and bad weeks. And if my body was perfect and my mind was perfect and I had no issues, I really think this prep would have been everything. Uh, but I think that this, my body really tested my will and yours <laughs> um, with having a hysterectomy and no hormones my body just did not want to work the way it wanted to work um, and then having to bring in additional supplementation from um, hormone therapy replacement therapy and um, other supplements it just was really um, Almost every week was a new week yeah. to try to figure something out. Um, you know, we get on the scan, in-body scan, and, um, you know, we see good numbers sometimes, and it go the other way sometimes, and it just, it really was a roller coaster. And some of it I can't even remember, because I think a lot of the times I was very emotional. Um, so what was some of the, uh, what was like the, there's a lot, right? But what was like the biggest struggle for you during that, say, 20 weeks? About? Was was actually not seeing the numbers move on that in-body scan. Um, it was so funny because I would come in feeling confident. Um, 
And when you don't see numbers move on a scan, like your body fat percentage, which was a real big thing, you always had the stigma that with a weight loss, you know, with a bodybuilding competition, like bikini, you have to be within a certain fat percentage and seeing how far away I was from that and that number not going down was just always uh, a disappointment. Um, you know, and it took a long time, probably not, not up until the end of the competition, did I finally was just like, you know what, I've got to go off of looks of how I look and feel in the mirror alone right. and just not worry about numbers on a scale. Yeah, and we talked about that not not being a, and I, we, we agree on the fact that it's not a, like you, you want to try to get as lean as possible exactly. so your body fat percentage has to be lower. Yeah. But at the same time, you're not stepping on stage and people are looking at your, the number the on the scale. You need to look as lean as possible. So for a lot of people, and there are a lot, I've learned during that process as a coach, there are a ton of people that don't even use it as a metric. They only look at how you look from week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a big shift for me too. And I think we kind of both experienced that yeah. in the process. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the other reason we use the scan, um, at least in my mind going to it was the first conversation we had was you went to fitness because of your health. Mm-hmm. So we use it as a marker of not a measurement out because that's defined by each yeah. individual, but to make sure we're putting you down the right path and we're not putting you into like 3% body fat and yeah. you know, taking your life away overall. Yeah. So that was the, that was a big piece of it, but yeah. definitely making it a priority to say like, okay, this is how I look Yeah. versus well, that number didn't move. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the scan was kind of a big deal for you, but you made it to stage mm-hmm. through through the whole deal, through all the doctor's visits and all the all the medications and all the blood tests and spit tests and all the, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and all the whatever tests you had to get. Um, talk about... The to take a step back really quick, talk about the struggle with uh, with the food because I think that what frust and you can correct me if I'm wrong here. What frustrated you about the scale was we talk a lot about behaviors, good behaviors that lead to your outcome. Mm-hmm. You were doing all the behaviors and you had some help, mm-hmm. and there still wasn't a move. So was that like a big struggle for you to be like, man, I'm doing all these things. I'm hitting my food. Yeah, I'm hitting my calories every day. I'm eating all the right food. I'm trying to improve my sleep, I'm exercising, I'm doing all the things that should lend to me being really successful here, but then still coming up short. What did that, uh... It, it was a big struggle. Um, you know, it, it made me realize that a calorie deficit is just not all that you need when it comes to losing weight. I mean, there's so much that plays into it. And I learned a lot about my body through doing that, you know, eating the right amount, eating the right foods is great, but sometimes my body just didn't like the foods I was giving it. Um, Whether it created, you know, digestive issues or, you know, um, any type, and I, you know, even going to see a gastroenterologist to figure out what some of those issues are. Um, But one thing is, is I never felt malnourished. I never felt, deprived you know I learned so much about different ways to eat my food to cook my food and the different combinations of food to hit those macros and I never did hit them spot on 
really tried hard. I know you said within a, a good 10% of those macros. Um, and just trying to find foods that I liked, um, but also foods that were nutritious, but I definitely didn't want to feel like, you know, deprived or, um, you know, depleted, I guess, or malnourished or hungry all the time. I, right. I never felt that way, yeah. you know, which I know going forward now, I know more about what my body can take. Right. You know, this was such a learning, big learning. I never thought I'd learn as much as I did yeah. through this whole process. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, but you get to stage, and let's talk about that a little bit. So that was, I didn't get to go with you. I had some family stuff come mm-hmm. up, so that kind of sucked. Uh, I was looking forward to it. I would have liked to just experience that. But yeah. it's cool. Um, so you get there, and talk to me about the day. Me and you went over it, but just kind of tell, tell us about the day a little bit. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I was so nervous in the very beginning. You know, being you having to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and you have to get your hair done and then uh, my makeup was at five o'clock in the morning and um you have to get tanned twice there is so much leading up to the event and i don't i have massive anxiety so that did not bode well for me i got really bad sleep uh waking up i was pretty much a wreck but um once you get to the venue and you see everyone else there is struggling just as much as you sleep deprived hungry uh you know running around with their head cut off not knowing what to do um you don't feel so alone um i did feel more calm you know and parts of me were like you know this is um this is great, but do I really, 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 really want to do this again? You know, is this worth it? Um, and then your number gets called to step on the stage. And it just, that just changes everything. Yeah. You know, the, and, you know, I felt I'd be so nervous and shaky and um, none of that, all of that went away. I, loved every minute of it you know from being on the stage alone doing your posing routine and then when you get called out with a bunch of people there's no it's a competition but the girls are I mean everyone's there for the exact same thing and everyone is uh, cheering on everyone else there's no there's such a camaraderie between all the girls there it was it was quite an amazing experience it was really cool. Yeah. And how did you end up placing at the end? Um, I did not place very well. I knew that going into it. Um, you know, trying to figure out everything that my body liked and have trying to lose this weight. Um, and then finally getting on hormone replacement. It was kind of too late to start seeing a really good progress in weight drop. I still looked real. I feel I looked really good. Um, but the women that were on stage with me looked, you know, so much better. Um, So I did place eighth in the um, novice 
which is the very first, uh, the category for anybody's first time going up on stage. And then I placed seventh in the, uh, my master's class, 35 and over. Awesome. So, uh, not terrible, not terrible at all. I got up on stage, but um, definitely not in the top. And I think because I prepped myself knowing that I wasn't gonna place going into it, it didn't hurt, but it definitely fueled the fire. Yeah? Yeah, I won a medal, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna win. I wanna, I wanna win. Yeah. Um, and now it's just taking the, uh, you know, taking the time that I need to get my body to a place where it's ready. Right, so pretty much, again, to, clarify what you're talking about is when we met you started calorie deficit or not you started either at a deficit with increased exercise increased activity mm-hmm. or a deficit from your food and um for your body metabolically physiologically right however bio- biologically how it works mm-hmm. um it has to take time to reset yeah right and we've, we've spoken about that in length um and by reset, meaning recover. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not natural for people to like drop to from twenty four percent body fat to six. Yeah. In a twenty week period or whatever, and yeah. maintain that for a long period of time. Um, so, I think you taking that time, and an equal amount of time as you did to diet down. So, if you had a deficit for let's call it a year, mm-hmm. at least a year away from that. Yeah. before you get back into it. Oh, definitely. Right? I think yeah. that's an easy rule rule of thumb. Um, how's that going for you now? It's getting better. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the first few weeks I was like, um, I, I binged a little bit more than I should and I always use the, um, I'm refeeding excuse. I'm refeeding. Just refeeding. <laughs> Just refeeding. <laughs> Just refeeding. Um, <laughs> The refeed is over, and um, so now it's just learning to, um, you know, intuitively, I don't want to say intuitively, because I'm not, I'm still counting calories, I'm um, counting my macros, because that's just one thing I want to actually be good at, is knowing what I'm taking into my body, so right. um, learning the measurements and... Um, what my body needs on a daily basis um, and what my body needs when I'm working out and what my body needs when I'm not working out. Um, so it's, it's back to normal. Uh, I'm just trying to maintain right now. Um, and looking at, you know, wanting to get back into a gym, just to start focusing on muscle gaining, um, and getting strong again. Yep. So, for anybody that doesn't know, and they don't, right? Because we only have five episodes of these, so they don't know. Um, you're no longer a client here with us, right? You're still no, always welcome, sure. of course. I know. But um, you're no longer a client here with us, but you are at another gym. Mm-hmm. What does your program look like now? Have you taken the things that you've picked up from OPEX and having your own coach and taken those things with you? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, there are so many moves and um, you know combinations that I learned learned here and exercises that um, I've, I've taken with me over to the new gym and 
I know that without a coach, I don't think I'm pushing myself as hard as I need to be. You know, the accountability is not there. Um, but I'm doing the best I can um, with just what I have. I know that I'd, I'd like to come back and be coached. Um, I always have goals in so many facets of my life. You know, you have financial goals and you have family goals. My fitness goal for right now just has to kind of take a back seat for a little bit. Huh. You know, with other things, got a little girl starting early college. <laughs> um, How's that going? Stressed out? Stressed city? It's it's not too bad. She absolutely loves it, but now that she's in a college setting, she thinks she knows everything. And, uh, you know, she's a 15-year-old girl, so <laughs> that tells you right there. Yeah, have fun with that. Um, but the first day she went, she came home, she had a big smile on her face, and that makes it, you know, that makes it better. She is not a difficult child by any means, but... Um, you know, just trying to get her in a routine. Um, this competition that I did, you know, if, you know, for people wanting to look at doing one, it is expensive. It is expensive and it is time consuming. It is not for the faint of heart. And when you go on stage, you win, you win a medal. You don't win, you know, you don't win money. When you're first starting out, you're not winning money. You're winning notoriety and a plaque. And so it takes a lot to, to do one and then come back and save up and then do another one and save up and do another one. So I am, you know, trying to financially recover from this last one, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world. Right. It, was, it was such an amazing experience. And now that I know what it takes, uh, it's just getting myself more prepared in all aspects of my life. So a certain aspect isn't... Um, suffering when I go back. Be just more comfortable. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that goes into um, things we talk about here, um, with uh, like just basic. We call them basic lifestyle guidelines, right? Mm -hmm. So if your life is set up so that stress is low, then the goals just become easier. Yeah. So um, I think that's great that you're doing that. I don't know if I told you that, but I do. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even though we miss you, right? Um, I completely understand. And that makes I mean, I miss everyone here. You know, the the friends I've made here, I've kept in touch with, and we still all hang out. And um, you know, the the camaraderie here, and the it's just it's great. It's just yeah. an amazing place. Awesome. Um, so, anything that's about a wrap for me. I have no more questions for you. Anything else you want to talk about? No, not really. I mean, if you've got goals, go for them. I really thought, you know. A, a couple of years ago, I looked at so many pictures and videos about these girls getting up on stage and just thought it was just a dream. You know, it's just a pipe dream. It's just something to, you know, but I never would have thought I would have been able to do it. Um, you just got to research and find those resources, and they're close by. You know, having OPEX here was just a, you know, a big, a big help. You know, it it just helped me reach my goals so much faster. So just keep shooting for the stars. Go after, <laughs> go after you. Go after, go after, after the moon. Shoot for the a... shoot for the planets. Go <laughs> you have the thirty eight average uh, uh, American woman can go for do it. Then you can too. You can too. Go get them, America. 
go get them. All right, cool deal, man. Thank you for taking your time. I appreciate it. It was great to see you. I do have something here for you I have to give you before you go um, that I meant to give you weeks ago, and I was looking for a reason to get you back up here. So I can oh, well, great. You got it. So, yeah, right? But uh, thanks for coming up here. I appreciate your time, and um, that's a wrap. All right, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Take it easy.